I'm Dan Mitchell Suchu. Welcome to Software Project Management Course Notes, a podcast created based on agile software development online classes I deliver to Software Engineering Master Program at the Faculty of Mathematics and Computer Science from Babesh Bay University. A framework which was defined by uh, uh, project manager. His name uh, is Dave uh, Dave Snowden. Dave Snowden was a project manager to uh, at IBM, so he used to to coordinate a lot of projects in uh, IBM, uh, big and small projects, distributed and collocated projects, uh, and uh, based on his experience. He uh, defined this uh, framework. He called it Canevin, Canevin framework. Uh, Dave Snowden is from Wales, and this Canevin word is a Welsh word. Uh, if I'm not wrong, it means home. And uh, he defined this framework to and give us an idea about how to, to approach uh, different challenges or different situations or different problems we meet during uh, our uh, professional and uh, personal life. So it is very useful in uh, in many contexts. Of course, that he doesn't give us uh, uh, solutions. He uh, only gives us some hints about how to approach a specific uh, problem. So uh, this connecting framework is a decision-making uh, framework. And uh, he uh, started by identifying uh, three different systems because he said that around us uh, we have uh, many things, many objects or other uh, uh, systems which are uh, part of these three categories. So we have ordered systems, we have complex systems and uh, chaotic uh, systems. And which is the difference between these systems? Uh, which is the difference between ordered and complex and uh, and chaotic systems? What are the main properties, the main characteristics of of, of each system? And and for this, uh, Dave Snowden uh, used the, the connection between uh, uh, cause and effect. So uh, this this connection between cause and effect, this connection between one action. Uh, uh, let's say an action A, uh, which uh, causes an event B, is very important for us. Uh, and uh, this is also the the way uh, Dave Snowden used to define what an ordered system is, what a complex system is, and what a chaotic system is. For instance, uh, he said that uh, in an ordered system, there is a very clear connection between cause and effect. Uh, all the things are uh, ordered and li- logically linked together there. And for us, it's very, uh, uh, it very easy to understand what will happen if we will uh, do one action or, or another. Uh, in an order system, uh, besides the fact that uh, this link between cause and effect exists, uh, it is repeatable Every time when we do the same thing, it will happen, it will generate the same effect uh, again and again and again. This is one very important uh, characteristic of uh, order system. And more than that, it is not necessary to do that action. We can 
anticipate what will happen. We just have to uh, analyze that ordered system and we can predict if we will do uh, action A, the event B will happen. Uh, the things are so clear that we can, uh, we can do this, uh, this prediction. So it is a, a, an ordered system is actually a predictable system. It is very clear what happens when we interact with that uh, system, which is dif pretty different uh, than uh, uh, complex systems. Uh, here again, uh, there is a connection between cause and effect, but that system is so complex that it is almost impossible to anticipate this, uh, this connection, to anticipate this link. Uh, maybe you know uh, that, uh, that saying, which says that uh, a butterfly uh, flying uh, somewhere in South America can uh, generate a big storm in, uh, in Japan. Maybe yes, maybe no. We don't know exactly. And it is very, very complicated to, to connect these two uh, different uh, events. Maybe there is a, a logical link between them. Maybe not. It's hard to say if this really, uh, really happens. So uh, when we talk about a complex system, we talk about a system when, uh, where there are a lot of components, a lot of links between those components. Uh, there is a certain level of uncertainty certain level of uncertainty so uh, there are a lot of things which are still unknown for uh, for us there there is a uh, a certain level of ambiguity and volatility and that makes uh, that system complex uh, so in this case even if we have a, a connection between cause and effect this is not predictable and uh, more than that, it is not written here, but more than that, it is not repeatable. In a complex system, if I do one action A, it could generate an uh, event B, uh, an effect B. Uh, but the second time when we do that same thing, maybe an, uh, we will have another effect. I, I don't know, B2 or C or something completely uh, different because uh, of the complexity of that system. And how we can reproduce that connection between cause and effect, analyzing the effect. So we, we analyze the effect and uh, we go backwards in, in, uh, in uh, retrospect. Uh, we said, oh, this happens because of this and this and this. And finally, we do the link with what we did with the initial uh, action. And in this way, we discover the connection between cause and effect. In order system, we discover it directly from cause to the effect. Here, we have to analyze the effect and after that to, to reproduce the, the link. Let me give you an, uh, an example here. Uh, for instance, uh, a human communication is a, comp uh, is a complex system. Uh, I'm the one who uh, sends a lot of messages to you but uh, uh, there are the same messages, the same messages with the same words. I'm using the same slides uh, with the same gestures and tone and everything else. But I, I must be, uh, I, I have to be very honest with you. I don't have any clue about what you understand 
from my messages. And it is very possible that you will understand different things because you are so different and I don't have any idea about these differences. I don't know a lot of things about you. I don't know uh, anything about your culture, about your education. I don't know about your mood. Uh, any of these are some noises that could affect your understanding of my messages. So you can understand different things from the same messages I'm sending to you because it is a complex system. It is a, a, uh, it is a lot of uncertainty, a lot of things I don't know about. Maybe let's say uh, if we talk together and you will tell me, uh, look, uh, I understood this. And I will try to analyze and maybe I will ask also uh, a couple of questions and, and I, I, I will see, I will say, ah, you understood this because of that and that and that and that. And I will do the link with my message and with my words and with my sentences. But I'm able to do this connection only after that, only uh, in retrospection, only backwards, uh, going from your understanding to my message. Right now, I don't know exactly what you understand. Uh, I don't know if you even pay attention to this course, most of you. And this is another, another thing. So in a complex system, again, uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, items that compose a complex system. Uh, there are a lot of uh, links between those, uh, uh, those components. There is a certain level of uncertainty, of uh, 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 volatility, of ambiguity. And uh, that makes uh, a complex system a little bit unpredictable. So it's very difficult to an anticipate. Uh, something uh, here. Okay, now uh, it is even worse when we talk about chaotic systems because here there is no link between uh, cause and effect. We do something, another thing completely random uh, happens without any uh, visible connection, without any uh, logical explanation. Uh, so uh, this is how uh, a chaotic system uh, behaves. And there are uh, many chaotic systems around, uh, around us. Now, uh, starting from these systems, uh, Dave Snowden uh, defined four categories of problems. So uh, he uh, split ordered systems in two and uh, he uh, identified obvious problems or situations, complicated problems, complex problems, and chaotic problems. And what he said, what Des Snowden said, uh, that uh, for each of these categories of problems, there is a certain way to approach that problem, to find a solution for that problem, uh, which is uh, the most effective. Of course, that you can uh, find the solution for a problem in many ways, in different ways. Uh, but there is one way, one way to approach it, to minimize the effort, to minimize the time you spend in finding the solution, to minimize the costs, uh, and to minimize the resources you involve in solving that, uh, that problem. And uh, this is how this framework, Kinetic Framework, helps, uh, uh, helps us. And let me start with the, the, 
the obvious problems with the most uh, simple uh, problems and we will go to complicated complex and uh, and chaotic uh, okay so now the the way to approach obvious problems is uh, this one we have to sense the problem to categorize it and based on the category uh, it uh, uh, belongs uh, we have to to respond to it to solve it uh, because in that category we have a best practice or we have a process or we have an algorithm we can use in order to solve that problem this happens with obvious problems they are very very not, not necessarily very simple but very clear and uh, here the connection between cause and effect uh, as we already talked about uh, exists it is repeatable and it is predictable more than that it uh, this connection between cause and effect is obvious for anybody you don't have to be an expert or a specialist in a specific domain in order to understand these problems and to solve this uh, these problems it is not necessary you can find a, a recipe or an algorithm or a process on the internet on youtube and just to follow the steps of those processes you are able to solve that uh, that problem. This is very uh, very clear. So uh, one very simple example of an obvious problem is to to change the password of your email account of say uh, of uh, or of the social network account. Anybody knows how to change the password of uh, his or her account, and uh, if that person doesn't know how based on the messages that person receives, is able to understand what has to do in order to succeed uh, uh, changing the, that, that password, password. It's very simple. Or uh, just uh, after a very simple search on the internet, you can find the steps you have to follow in order to, uh, to, to change your password. Another, another example. Uh, let's suppose that uh, I'm staying uh, uh, alone in my room uh, on my computer and suddenly uh, there is no internet connection uh, on my on my computer uh, i'm trying to to solve this problem to do a lot of things but i i i don't succeed to to, to find a solution now usually what we do next uh, is to call to the uh, customer support of the provider of the internet provider it is the first level of customer support now when we call at the customer support the, the other person who answered that call is not a specialist. It's not a person who is an expert in networking, in the internet, or in, I don't know, uh, in stuff like, like this. It is a person who has, I don't know, a piece or many pieces of paper in front of, uh, of her. And uh, on, on those papers are some, some steps. Maybe the first step is to check the, the, the power, the electrical power and the modem. The other step is to check the electrical power uh, if, if your laptop has, uh, has power. Uh, the other step is to reboot your computer. The other step is to look at uh, uh, settings, systems, and to, to see what is there and to do some, uh, some changes there and, and so on. Step by step, step by step. And uh, uh, she, she, will, she will start with the first step and she will ask me, please check your modem. Uh, does it have uh, power? And so 
even if I, uh, I say, well, look, I did already this and I didn't solve the problem. Uh, that person uh, who, who answered the call will not let me to skip some steps. She will say, no, 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 please do what I uh, ask you and give me, let me know uh, the, the result. Why? Because most of the people actually is uh, based on the statistics is 80% of the people, 80% of the people who call at customer support, uh, they have obvious problems and their problems uh, will be solved after going through all these steps. It is enough to go through all these steps to solve their problems because they have usually obvious problems with, uh, with the internet connection. If I have uh, bad luck and I'm not part of those uh, 80%, uh, that 80% of, of people, the answer will be, the final answer will be, well, I cannot help you. I'm sorry, sir. I cannot help you, but I will send you somebody. Well, that somebody is an expert because my problem is not an obvious problem. It is a complicated problem. It needs an expert. It cannot be solved just following this process, just following these steps. It is not uh, enough. Okay, so uh, just to conclude here, for obvious problems, we have uh, best practices. Actually, it's best practice because, because if it's the best practice, uh, it, it is only one, isn't it? Usually we have in uh, a lot of, uh, uh, in our organizations, in our uh, companies, uh, a lot of processes which are defined, uh, defined processes which are repeatable uh, and we can use them continuously every time when we meet such an obvious problem. Following those processes will give us the, the best solution again and again and again for that kind of problems. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a sequence of actions we have to follow in order to uh, perfectly solve the, the problem. Now, it is a little bit different when we talk about complicated problems. Because, yeah, okay, also complicated problems are part of the order systems. So here we have uh, a connection between cause and effect, which is repeatable and uh, it is predictable. Uh, but it is not predictable by anybody. You have to be to be an expert. You have to be a specialist in a certain field in order to see this connection and to anticipate that if we will do this, we will uh, succeed in uh, in solving our uh, our problem. So here we need experts for complicated problems, and uh, the steps we have to follow are 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 these three. Uh, we have to sense the problem, to analyze it, to analyze the problem. This analysis phase is very important. So it is not uh, it is not possible just to categorize it immediately. We have to analyze it. And only after that, we will respond with a with a scenario. We have to do this in order to solve a problem. This is the this is the way. And uh, this response is given by an expert again. So let me give you an example also here. So let's suppose that I enter in, into my car and I try to start the engine and the engine doesn't start. And I try again and no, uh, no, no effect, nothing happens. So as you can imagine, I'm not an expert in uh, car engines. I don't have any clue uh, how, uh, how, they, uh, how, how I can repair or to solve a problem like this. 
my first thought, anyway, my first thought, and this happens very often, uh, is to think that maybe, maybe this is not a complicated problem. Maybe it is an obvious problem. So, um, first of all, I will check the fuel. And uh, I will see, okay, I have enough fuel. So, it's not a fuel problem. And after that, I will check the, the electrical power, uh, uh, the status of the battery. Is it okay? Uh, and if it is okay, that's all. <laughs> that's all I can do. <laughs> I, I don't know how, how uh, what exactly to do in order to finally uh, start, uh, start the car engine. So I had to call somebody, an expert. Uh, and uh, that expert will come. Uh, he has to analyze the situation. So it's not enough to look at my car and tell me the solution. He has to analyze the, uh, the, the, the situation. And that after a couple of minutes or maybe a couple of hours, maybe it's a, a really very complicated problem, he will turn around, uh, he will show me, look, uh, look at this uh, component. Uh, this is broken. You have to buy another one. I will install it into your car and uh, your engine will start, uh, will, uh, will, will, will function well. Okay, but, but what happens uh, is that uh, if I call somebody else, it is very possible that that person will come with another scenario, with a different solution. Because this happens when we talk about complicated problems. We don't have a best practice. Uh, we most of the time have many good practices, many good ways to solve the same problem. And maybe that person will uh, do that analysis. Uh, he has to do uh, uh, to, to, to analyze the, the engine. And he'll turn around and he will say, look at this component. This is broken. Uh, I can repair it. I can fix it. And after that, I will install it back and your car, your engine will, uh, will start. Or another one uh, could say, again, after an analysis phase, uh, look, this uh, this component is broken. I know a workaround. I know a way to start the engine without using this component. And you can use your car in this way. Now, I cannot say that one solution is good and the other one is bad. Uh, all these scenarios are good because all these three scenarios will solve my problem. Uh, now, I have to decide which the, which scenario is uh, is good for me, and uh, this is done based on the limitations, based on the restrictions I have. I have to ask myself how much money I want to spend on the, these repairings, or how much time do I have to 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 wait till the the, the car is okay. Or uh, uh, another question could be uh, about the quality of the result. I will meet in the future, in the near future, the same problem again. Maybe in the third case, the answer is yes. But the third scenario is faster. So if I'm in rush, maybe the third scenario is best for me at that moment. If I want to have something which is durable, uh, uh, so which will last in time, maybe I will go for, uh, uh, for the first scenario. Uh, but in that case, I will spend more money for the, for the repairings. 
So there are a lot of, uh, of things here I have to think about in order to decide which, uh, which scenario I, I, will, uh, I will choose. So in, in conclusion, here we don't have best practice. We have good practices, is the plural, because we, we have many uh, good practices. Each of these good practices come from experts in a specific domain uh, who have to analyze first the problem in order to give me these good, uh, good practices. And uh, a very good example of a complicated problem is a, a traditional project, a classical project, let's say. A project where we have all the specifications, uh, which are uh, stated very clear. Uh, it, it's a complete set of specifications. The objective, the scope of that project is very clear. What I need as a project manager is a bunch of experts able to uh, build the product to, or to, to build that service, the, the result of that, uh, of that project. They have to analyze in the beginning. So we'll have uh, an analysis and planning phase in the beginning of that project. Uh, we have to identify the tasks. We have to identify the dependencies between those tasks. We have to do some estimates. We have to uh, build uh, an execution plan. And after that, we'll start the execution based on this plan. Maybe there will be many different scenarios uh, coming from those experts many different solutions to build that product. My responsibility as a project manager is to choose the right uh, scenario based on the budget, based on the deadlines, based on the scope uh, I, I have specified for, uh, for my project. So these are the, the, the limitations, let's say. These are the, the, the boundaries. And based on them, I have to decide which is the best scenario, which is the best solution for this, uh, for this project. And we will start the execution. After that uh, is the validation or testing phase. Uh, after that, the transition phase, when the product is ready, is finished, and we do the transition to the final customer, to the final client. Uh, okay, and uh, the last one, the last stage, the last phase is closing the project. Lessons learned, a lot of other things. You know them very, very well know them very, very well. And uh, this is called uh, a predictable way of project management. Uh, all predictable or all, all uh, predictable project management methodologies are here and are very useful for complicated projects like Prince2 or PMP or uh, uh, they are uh, generically called waterfall methodologies because we have a lot of phases. And when we finish one phase, we uh, do the transition to the next one without going back to the previous phase. Or this is in theory. In practice, sometimes we have to go back. Maybe during the validation or testing phase, we realize that something was that, uh, done wrong during the development, or maybe uh, some was not uh, uh, designed well in the designing phase or uh, even worse, maybe uh, some important specifications uh, we missed in the specifications document and we have to go back. But anytime when we go back to a previous stage, uh, it involves a lot of money, uh, which will affect the budget, a lot of time, which will affect the deadlines, a lot of effort, which will affect my team members and so on. Maybe also the quality 
of the final product will be affected about that. And uh, uh, because of this, I will try during that planning phase also to identify the risks and to find some uh, to 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 build a contingency plan because I don't want that those risks to uh, affect my uh, my project and somehow myself together with all the other uh, colleagues with all the other team members we can do this why because it is predictable if we uh, have enough time to analyze everything all the specifications we are able to predict to do some good predictions about when we are able to finish the project which are the main risks uh, how we can uh, uh, deal with that project and so on so uh, the waterfall uh, waterfall methodology is very good for this kind of uh, project but they are not recommended to be used in complex projects uh, and in complex projects we have different uh, different situations thanks for listening to software project management course notes if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating or a review